It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with producer Todd Surprise, Kirk Elliott sitting in with us as he does. Um, every Friday, it's been every day here as of late, and uh, today is the final day of our daily show here on Mostly Motorsports. And uh, again, it's all been brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. It is colder than crap outside today, isn't it, Todd? It's not. It's not as bad as yesterday, but I, I'm comparing it to yesterday. It's cold. Yesterday, uh, my car it got down to minus eight yesterday. Yeah, minus six is what mine hit yesterday. What was the low temperature last night? Did anybody ever hear about it? I, I didn't see the actual low temperature. I know the low um, windshield was 30. Right. Below, so it did get, the wind was a whipping last night. I ended up, right. as Scotty Cook said last night, I ended up going around and patching up Sealing up holes in windows last night because right. that wind was coming. But yeah, yeah, no doubt. The sun is out today in KC, so we're happy about that. Well, um, and today is, uh, and I chose to wear this today because today is Red Friday for the Cheeks. It is. And we got a game tomorrow, not Sunday. So Tomorrow at noon. That's right. Early game. And yeah. if you're braving the elements out there tomorrow in KC, or any of the any of the facilities this weekend. I don't right. think there's probably one unless you're in a dome. Um, it's going to be cold, so be careful out there, man. Yep, no doubt about it. Um, and make sure you're layered uh, up. My my stupid dog. <laughs> just so you know, the stupid dog that I've got right here. It it wants to go when it when I let it outside. It wants to play a game with me. <laughs> and and it and it doesn't want to come inside, and then you got to open your door about five times to get it to try to come in, or ten times, and all that does is let the cold air in from outside. Life of a puppy, you are learning the tough of a puppy, right? Kirk, no, Kirk's down here playing with it, and Scott's mad at it. It's just funny. I'm just, I can't. <laughs> Old Bristol doesn't know enough to come in from out of the cold. Stupid. I told him that dog ain't stupid. He's just she's only like about five months old. Five months old. She don't even. Understand. She wants you to go out there and chase her around in the cold. To, but the dog doesn't realize it that it, its paws could freeze. So we got our dog some little shoes one year. Have you ever seen a dog that walks around in little shoes? Right. They no, Dieter's got some shoes for this that's dog. That's what you got to do, man. And, and and it's got a little blanket that goes uh-huh. over him too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I took, I have a, here's what I did. I'm not, I don't know if it'll help anybody out there, but I've got a little piece of carpet that when they cut out of my hallway, real long right. piece, I asked them to keep it for me. I keep it in the, in, the, in the garage, and then when the winter comes, I lay that thing out from where the door is all the way to the yard, right. and that dog, what she'll do is, my dog, she'll at least be running, and her brain doesn't know that her feet are getting cold until she's already out in the yard because that carpet kind of keeps her feet from... And guess what? She goes out there and she's like, crap, I got to do my business. She does it and then she's back in again. Whereas 
Like your dog. Your dog is smart. But she's my seven, dog is dumb. My dog's seven years old. She's middle aged. Your dog's brand new. <laughs> Little Bristol will wise up in time. She's just a puppy. I'm not so sure. I think that dog's just not smart. To be honest with you. Is it a purebred? Because sometimes purebreds no, aren't the smartest. It's a golden doodle. You know, well, a golden doodle is a, a half long haired uh, golden retriever and a poodle. I don't know what to make of that. I really don't. <laughs> it, it, it's an uh, it, it's a funny breed, to be honest with you. Golden Doodle. I don't know. Kirk, today is going to be our last show of 2022. How about that, bud? Yeah, you're looking forward to uh, kicking back here a couple of weeks, aren't you? Uh, you know what? I'm working hard. You know what I'm looking forward to more than anything period. It's funny, I was talking to Tommy Hahn about this a little bit earlier. You know, the problem with doing a daily show, as we have been doing since January, what, when we go on there, January 10th? January 10th, January episode t- one. Episode. First day of the Chili Bowl last, right. last year. This is episode number 244 today. Yeah, I say last year, earlier this year. Right. So today is episode 244, and when you do a show six days a week, it just locks you down so tight that you can't go anywhere. And this year, or next year, I should say, because we're not in next year yet, but next year, I'm going all over the place. I'm going to go to PA. I'm going to go to Eldora. Uh, I, I'm just going to go to a lot of races. I can't wait to get back to the racetrack. You know, it it, it it sucks sitting here in the studio watching these TVs all the time. As you know, Kirk, you did that a lot, right? I got out to more races last this year than I have in a number of years. Not as many as I'd like to, but I still got out to way more races than I'd had the previous several years anyway. Marie says, oh, that explains it. Poodles are not a smart dog. Okay. I'll take that as, <laughs> I'll take that as a credible answer to that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely I, I am so looking forward to getting back out on the road and just you know, the problem is when you travel up and down the road for 13 years and you're out and about and you're doing these broadcasts all the time, you just, you miss the people. And that's what I miss more than anything. I miss my friends, the Hans, all my friends that are I traveled up and down the road with all these years. You know, what was so fun, every night after we get done racing, Tommy would usually cook a dinner afterwards, and we'd sit around and we'd eat a little food after the the races were over. And I, I just missed that kind of interactment with the interaction with the with the people. Yeah, that's why I'm looking so forward to getting down to Tulsa and uh, seeing people I don't see very often. I, Same thing happens when I go to Knoxville for the Nationals in August. And uh, I want to do more of that this year. I want to go to Eldora, Houston, a number of other places that I haven't been to. 
for a while. I've been to Eldora, but it's been quite a while. But I've yeah. never been to Houston Speedway. And there's a couple of other racetracks I'd like to get to. Port Royal is one of them out in Pennsylvania. Right. And Fairbury Speedway out in uh, Illinois is another racetrack I'd like to get to. What is your number one track that you want to go to, Kurt? Port Royal Speedway. Port right Royal. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I'd become a big lover at Port Royal Speedway, watching all those races on live right. video. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's a, ever a bad race at Port Royal Speedway. Have we made up our mind? Are we just going to fix the motorhome and use it? Well, that's your call because you're the guy that's got to maintain it. it and drive it and get it to where it's got to be. So uh, I'm good with whatever you decide to Let do. Let me ask Tommy. Tommy, should I should I invest more money into the motorhome? It's got 185,000 miles on it. it. It The generator is not running right. It would cost $7,000 to put a new generator in it. And we need to put a fan on it because when you run it up and down the road during the summer months, um, it runs a little warm. So Tommy says, no, sell it. (laughs) (laughs) He he may know the best on that. Well, Tommy knows that motorhome as well as anybody. I'm not a motorhome guy, so uh, that's, that's your call. But if we, I if, do know th- uh, one thing about motorhomes is you spend a lot of money on them, more than you expect. If you've never owned a motorhome, you will spend more money than you ever thought you would to keep them going. Trade that old girl in, Scott. That's what uh, that's what Tammy says. Maybe that maybe that's what I'll do. But if I do that, then we got to buy a truck. And that's going to cost us more than fixing the motorhome. We're going to need a big sponsor to fund all this traveling to go out to the races. I think we can afford it if we needed to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could do it for a while. We could do it for a little bit. But uh, that Pennsylvania trip sounds like a whole lot of fun. You know, what I really want to do is I want to go, to be honest with you, I want to go to a lot of racetracks this year, maybe more than I've ever been in my life. Uh, uh, quit asking Kirk like racing boys will will pay for it. Take the money out of your own pocket and fix that tight tight ass. Listen, I'm not taking the money out of my pocket, Lloyd. You, if if you want to give me the money to fix it, then I'll fix it. Kirk and I aren't doing too bad. We're not doing too bad, are we, Kirk? No. Huh? Lloyd, get get on the phone and give us a call. Right. You know, we didn't. Uh, we were going to ask you up this week, but the weather got so bad that we decided to postpone that. But Lloyd, we want to we want to hear from you. Um, here's a here's a great little uh, uh, Pete. I love this question. Here's a music question from Pete. All right. You ready? I'm on Music trivia for Scott and Todd. I'm ready. While Gene Simmons was dating Cher, what famous singer did he cheat on her with? Greg Allman for the win. Ah, how about that? Greg Allman? Is that... Cher cheated with Greg Allman on Gene Simmons. Todd must have known that 
because he answered that question so fast. Well, didn't you know that Cher and Greg Ullman were married, Kirk? Didn't you I know that? I can't remember. I probably knew it at one time, but I've forgotten about it. <laughs> hey, today, folks, let me let me let me just ask you a question. And Todd, I want you to put the phone number up there because today is going to be our last full uh, last uh, day for the Daily Show, and we'd like to listen. And, and talk to some of our followers that, that uh, follow the show each and every day. Man, we've got some of the best supporters of this show. Again, we're going to be back with Mostly Motorsports on the 9th, right, Kirk? Right. Big preview of the Chili Bowl and wrap up. Monday the, the, Monday the 9th. Right. We're going to be on at noon. Every day, every Monday at noon, right? Right. And uh, as we have Lloyd. for Mostly Motorsports, right. we'll post the podcast. Uh, for the audio. All right. Let's bring in Lloyd Collins. What are you doing, Lloyd? What's up, brother? Turn your, turn your radio down. The radio is a computer, and it's turned down now. All right. Does that sound okay? Yeah, now you're better. You, you, okay. sa- you sound right. like you're on a, 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 a cheap phone, though. Well, as I dare say it. You're on your speakerphone, uh, aren't you? No. <laughs> Oh. I'm on my hearing aids. I got Bluetooth hearing aids. Yeah, you get the right age, you know. That you know, you got to have hearing aids. Like How old are you, Lloyd? Sixty-four. Sixty-four. I I don't need hearing aids yet. Well, I did. <laughs> it was either that or keep this one off the wife. Right, right, uh, right. So, uh, Lloyd. Uh, no. What what's going What's going on with MLRA? What do we know? Do we know anything new? No, the, the 2023 schedule's out. You know, I mean, everything's rock and rolling. going to be good for next year. Uh, I, I got to say this. I let everybody know now. Uh, I'm not going to be running with them full-time next year. Why not? I'm going to I'm gonna back off here a little bit. I'm getting to the age now and all the miles and stuff running up down the road and it, you know, the wife can't go because of, you know, other circumstances and stuff like that. So, it, you know, I think it's time to kind of slow down a little bit and stay home a little bit more and, uh, you know, maybe, you know, not maybe, but probably get out and do a little few more things with the wife, stuff like that. You know? We'll still see well, you at, uh, at Lucas Hole Speedway, right? Well, well maybe, maybe you'll go oh, to, yeah, some, yeah. maybe you'll go to some yeah. different races instead of just the, the, the sheet metal. That's a possibility, as long as they're non-wing. That's a possibility. As long as they're I love non-wing. The non-wing. I, lo- I love the non-wing stuff. The USAC stuff is, is just kick-ass. I love it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll still hit a, I mean, I'll hit and miss some of the Lucas Oil MLRA series, you know, races that are here close by, you know, like they start off at Lucas Oil Speedway, only 45 minutes from the house. So I'll hit it, and I'll probably go over to Tri-City, you know, the First four races, you know, two of them at Lucas and two of them at Tri-City. Tammy and, oh. and Kevin Gundaker stepped up and added a couple more races to the schedule this year, oh. you know, instead of just being there one time at the end of the year doing our championship deal. Hold on. Uh, but oh. we're, uh, yeah. Hold on a second. Here. Pete said, no, no, no. Gene did the cheating with who? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, it wasn't it wasn't uh, Greg Allman and Cher. It, Gene Simmons was cheating on mm. Cher with, with somebody else. With everybody, right? Maybe you might want to look that up. <laughs> <Todd>. <laughs> yeah, 
You don't have to I, I don't know that. that. Pete, I don't know who it is, to be honest with you. I'm not sure exactly. What do you think about the SRX coming to Lucas Hole Speedway, Lloyd? I think that's a killer deal. I think it's going to be great. Uh, I, in fact, I will be over there for that. Uh, what is it, 17th of August, something like that, Thursday? August 17th. Yes, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's going to be on Thursday that. I night. That was a good deal. When I seen that announcement come out, I think, boy, Danny's really stepping the game up here, bringing them guys in. You know, what the closest I think they got last year was what, Peevely, I think, is where they was at. But, uh, yeah, to come into Lucas Oil Speedway and, and the facility it is, uh, and then to be on national uh, TV on ESPN, that's, that's going to be a great deal for, uh, for, you know, the sanctioning body and the Speedway both. Right. You know what the biggest letdown maybe in the Kansas City market is right now? Uh, I don't know. What would that be? No late models in the area? No. It would be that there's not a drag strip out at, out at uh, I-70 Motorsports Park. There needs to be. Not there yet, needs to maybe. be a drag strip in the Kansas City area, period. Uh, as, as big as drag racing has come back, ever since the Street Outlaws, you know, have done right. their promotions and, and stuff ah. on television now, and it's become super, super popular. Uh, that they need a drag strip back in the Kansas City area. That, hey, Diana Ross. 70 would be the bread and butter for that place. <laughs> Diana Ross. I did not know that, Pete. That's great, I, man. I do yeah. remember that now, that he was with Diana Ross. Really? Uh, yes, I do remember that. You know, Kirk Elliott and I did an interview with uh, Gene Simmons one time. What year was that, Kirk? I don't know. That's been five or six years ago. No, no, no. That was ten Be- years yeah, ago. Yeah, before I worked what, what, with you. You weren't with us, uh-uh, were you? No. It was the Indy Series was out at, at Kansas Speedway, so it's been about 11 I am Indy. Longer ago than Probably I thought. 12 years. Let me, ask, Probably the, 12 let me years. ask the phone when I am Indy was. Yeah, I remember that. I've never been in the presence of anybody quite like Gene Simmons. He gave off an aura unlike anything I've ever experienced around anybody. Uh, that uh, (laughs) That was quite an experience, for sure. He's got some bad hair, though, bud, just so you know, because I was sitting right on top of him. It's some bad hair. Why, uh, Why isn't the MLRA coming to Lakeside Speedway next year, Lloyd? Well, I talked to Ernie about that. I heard the, the discussion with Darren Bennett the other day on the show, and uh, I called Ernie. I said, hey, man, I said, Bennett's wanting to know why we're not coming out there. And, and it, it came down to the point to where Ernie had 99 or 100% of the schedule, I'd say, already done. And it just didn't fit in anywhere, uh, you know, to actually have a show out there, uh, which kind of disappoints me, you know, because I, I always loved going up there. I, I you know, was uh, I was always wanting to go up there. You know, when we was there, uh, being that that was the hometown track for me for you know decades and stuff. And ever since I knew how to grasshopper, actually the old lakeside and the new lakeside both. Uh, so it was always good to get up there and see old friends and and you know talk with them and stuff like that and everything. But uh, just one of those deals where it just didn't really fit in the schedule this year. The way he's got it laid out and stuff, there's nowhere to put it. <laughs> Uh, you hate to, you know, you hate to take an open date and put it on top of, you know, some other series, Olympus Dirt Series, uh, you know, World of Outlaw Series or SRX or, or not SRX, but the XR Series, things like that. Because, uh, you know, you start putting on top of each other like that, then uh, you you lose car count and stuff and everything. So it just didn't fit as far as, uh, from what I know. So uh, maybe the year next year, you know, it'll happen. Maybe, well, it was 2024. Maybe it'll happen 2024. We'll see. Uh, I was 
really glad to hear Darren mention that he's talking about bringing late models in full time. So that'll be a pretty good deal if you can get with Luke Soul Speedway and kind of do a. Do you think they'll have uh, enough know. of them? Uh, I would say they're probably going to get right at a full field. I'd say they probably have somewhere between 20 and 24, probably. Uh, I know you probably got a few guys up there uh, in the Kansas City area that uh, maybe instead of stepping down to a B mod, getting out of A mod, then maybe, you know, getting into a limited late model, basically. Mm. So, yeah, I would say if they can, uh, they can swing it, you know, and kind of work with Luke Soul Speedway on the deal, I really think they could probably get 20, 24 cars up there. Well, and, and here's another thing. Do you feel like they might scavenge away some of the guys that race up at I-35? Probably so. I would say they probably would. I but think so, too. You can't, honestly, if I was in Darren's position, it's hard to, you've got to take care of what you've got. You can't really look at other tracks around. You've got to take care of what you've got. Right. They don't have that many cars up there to I-35 anyway. How many do they have up there? No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how many late models. Uh, yeah, late but, they, but they, got, they probably have six or seven up there, don't they? Well, yeah, sometimes. Ten. So six or seven of those guys. Now, let me ask you this. You know, Kerry Davis was running the late model up there for a bit. He didn't run it last year. He didn't run it last no. year. But do you think that he'll run at Lakeside if they bring the late models back out there? I don't know. He was back to modified well, racing now. He was a higher gun. He was a higher they, gun than that, so he'd have to get back. With but if the they don't have ABODs anymore, what, what what else is he going to do? But I was told that he bought that car from those people. Right. Oh, he might have. I haven't talked to Kerry for a while. Right. He might have. But the ABODs are going around at Lakeside in 2023, but if there's no ABODs in the future, then what is Kerry Davis going to do? What's I don't the know. minimum they need to pay, Lloyd? Ooh, uh... Twelve hundred. Uh, well, twelve hundred sounds nice, but I don't know, you know, if a weekly track can sustain that uh, unless they do start getting, you know, more fan base. They're going to get. The they're going to get rid anywhere, of the. I'd say anywhere from seven to twelve hundred a night, you know, a weekend. Yeah, seven twelve hundred. No, I I think they got to pay over a thousand. But are they going to get more cars in that division than they did in the A mod class? I, I don't know. I think over time they will. Because Lakeside has a rich history of late models. Back when, when we, w listen, Lloyd, when we were going to the old Lakeside Speedway, late models was the thing, wasn't it? Absolutely it was. Yeah. Well, yeah, NASCAR, you know, when they had the NASCAR sanctions, the old Lakeside, hell, they'd bring in 40 late models a night out there. Right. But those days are long past us. To run a weekly oh, yeah. late model Absolutely. program is just a whole different ball game now. That's very hard to do. It, it absolutely is. I agree with you, Kurt. Uh, it, it, that's why the A-Mod's falling off, because it's just gotten really big, ridiculous with prices and stuff, you know. Uh, but the late you know, models aren't going to be any cheaper, Lloyd. No. No, not truthfully. They probably won't if you really get pretty exotic with it and go with everything top-notch, you know, within the rules, quote, quotation, you know. But anyway. Uh, the fans, uh, I think I think the fans will appreciate the late models more, Yeah, though. but you just made my point. That it's not going to be cheaper yeah. to run late models than it is A-Mods. So the A-Mods are, it's, it's struggling to stay alive at tracks like Lakeside Speedway. But How in the world can you expect on, late on, models on, to do on, any better than that? Hold on a second. Let me just say this. Late model racing 
is the king daddy of money racing right now, right? Late models is where the money is at in racing right, right. now. But on a weekly program, how it's it's going to be more of a challenge to run late models than it is A mods. I I I think that there'd be more late models than there is A mods. I don't honestly, Kirk. I don't think there's going to be a real challenge with it, considering that uh, uh, you're a top notch modified is probably as much as a limited late model is to begin with. So I don't I don't think there's you know, I I think just the, the the scenery change of not having two or three classes, different classes of modifieds, where you've got one or two classes of modifieds, and you bring in another class of late models, or you've got one class of, of, of B mod, and then you got your factory stocks or, or whatever, and you got your late models, you're diversifying yourself a little more. So I think you're going to diversify your crowd more, and I think there's going to be more interest if you bring in the late models. I agree with you. Yeah. So uh, what are the rules that they run for the late model class at Lucas Oil Speedway? I, I, it's basically ULMA similar to what the ULMA rules was, or I'm assuming that's exactly what they are, ULMA rules, uh, which is, uh, I, think it's a, I think it's a motor with a spec head. I haven't really looked at the rules to digest it or anything. I, I think, uh, but I'm I, sure, I think it's a limited motor with spec heads on it and stuff, which is it's still not a bad car really or motor per se uh what the hell are you going to do with a lot of horsepower when you're on a dry slick track anyway i think they need to do a melbourne bank super late model series the same way as they do what they do they've got three different engine combinations right different weights okay different yeah. different uh types of cars for different weights it depends on what kind of motor you run how much you have to weigh i think that's the way they should do it I think well, what Joe is. I, I think motors, what. Not, I think what Joe Kaczynski did. You got to watch the tire situation too, because I don't know what Joe. Joe was on fifty fives. Why? Well, I understand. From what I understand, Hoosier's not going to make fifty fives anymore. Mm. So what he's going to go to, I don't have no idea. But you got to watch your tire selections too, uh, and, and you've also got to keep tabs on that. So if you do bring in uh, an MLRA series or a Loops Dirt series, World Belt Law series, anything like that, you still got to be able to. Uh, uh, have your tire selection where those guys can still go out there and run when those sanctioned bodies come in right to Lakeside. So that's that's going to be a big factor as well. The tires will be. So I think the Melvin Bank series is the, the if they want to pull those guys in, they need to run their rules. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't I, think I you'll don't get the number of cars that they used they, to run at I eighty, but if you can get a few of those guys to come down here on a Friday night, that would be a big win, but I don't know if that's yeah. going to happen. Well, yeah, you'd have to look at their schedule because, you know, he's got the East, east and West divisions, so you'd have right. to look at their schedule and see where they're at. Uh, so, And not uh, schedule and I, on you know, top of Three them. times at Lakeside this year, three or four times at Lakeside this year. So, so right. yeah, you probably, if they're going to be at Lakeside that much, you probably should probably kind of gear yourself around their rule book and their tire selection. I think so. Uh, so that way, that way, your your local guys that don't run with that with that series, uh, you know, still can be competitive at their own home track. So that's probably yeah. one of the better ideas to probably is, is is to go by, you know, very similar to what their rules are. What is what the Melbourne Bank series? Yeah, rules no, are. no doubt. I would agree with that. Hey, Lloyd, what do you think about the new uh, point format for the Lucas Hole Late Model Series with this? 
uh, NASCAR elimination style format that uh, all starts at the Show Me 100. And Jonathan Davenport's going to run full time with the Luxoil 8 Model Series. Now. More money to run for. Yeah. Yeah, that don't surprise me to Jonathan. I mean, he'll still, on off weekends, he'll still hit and miss a lot of other bigger races and stuff like that. Uh, that don't really surprise you much. But the format, I don't know. We'll just have to see how it plays out. Uh, I'm not. I'm really not much of that format with NASCAR, uh, but, you know, what will it be like with the dirt lane models? I, it may be totally different. I don't know, but uh, uh, it is pretty nice, though, when you've got four guys that are rolling to Eldora at the last race, and you don't have to win. All you got to do is ahead, finish ahead of those other three guys, and you're going to win the point championship, which I think pays 200000 this year. Right. So. Right. That's a uh, that's pretty good little chunk of change. Uh, it really blows my mind that the money that's getting thrown out there right now, and it's it's like it, this. When is it is it going to stop, or is this going to be detrimental to the sport overall? You know, I don't know, but there's there's a lot of money being thrown out there, and can it continue? That's the thing. Can it continue? Yep, I think it can. No doubt. Um, Marie said Diana Ross was the worst concert she ever went to. Really? Yeah. I saw Diana Ross at Las Vegas one time. Back, you did? I don't know. Was late she any good? 70s? Yeah, at the old Riviera Hotel. Was she singing disco? Whatever the popular songs <laughs> was at the time. I don't remember it being a bad show. Kirk, did you That's listen? been a long time ago. Did you listen to disco? Well, everybody did, but I didn't. I, I, I didn't really no. like it that much. I was the only reason I listened to disco. I I'd only go to bars that played disco because that's where the girls were at. That's it. <laughs> he just called it right there. Right. That's where all the big uh, clubs were back back in the late seventies. Pete but. said that Gene wanted to buy Cher a present, but did not know what to get her. Cher knew Diana. And Cher told Jean to take Diana shopping, and she would know what to get her, what to get for Cher. One thing led to another. Yeah, yeah. Don't take Gene Simmons out anywhere with a if, if you. I mean, history we know now, looking back, that that's all he does is just womanize. I mean, that's. I mean, right. Yet his but he was, thousands of he what said was th- his wife's name Sharon it still is Sharon Tweed but is she still is he still married to yeah, her yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and he probably fooled around <laughs> on her a lot didn't he for you hundreds of years yeah <laughs> right <laughs> what a life man that's a real yeah. life what a but life. she's yeah. not leaving him because there's so much money there that she'll ride him to the end right, right. that's a that's a cash. Big cash cow. So why yeah. uh, why was Jonathan Davenport so good, Lloyd, this year? Oh God, Kirk, I really don't know. I mean, uh, he's got he's got a lot of good people behind him, uh, but truthfully, I really don't know. Uh, I just think they were on their game for one. Uh, they had some things figured out. I don't think anybody else knew, uh, but yeah, it's. There was other speculations, and I don't even really want to get into that. Right. Nothing was ever said, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, you can speculate about things all day long, but, you know, until you really have actual proof and stuff, you really don't know. But, uh, you know, all, all I can do is contribute. All I can say is just contribute, contribute it to, you know, the team you put together, you know, stuff. Right. Uh, 
you know, land is put together, and that's uh, that's one hell of a team, you know. So. Hey, I, I want to give a shout out to Barry Hood, who is listening in from Mississippi. By the way, hey, welcome. A lot of people said that the late model racing wasn't as good this year as it has been in the past. Do you agree with that? I don't. No, I, I, don't. I, I, I don't, totally I don't disagree with that. that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, no, it's 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 gonna it's just gonna get better. I mean, you know, uh, things will advance uh, if they get. If they would get a little more um, control over the aero package on these cars, maybe get the nose off the ground and stuff, you know, I think uh, I think it could be a little bit better. Uh, but uh, I think the competition overall last year was was pretty stout anywhere you went. Uh, I think everything was pretty competitive. Yeah, you did have Jonathan Davenport that ran away with a lot of things. Uh, you know, it, it amazed me in Knoxville when he's that far back, just a few laps to go, runs the guy down and passes him. That really was a shocker, but, you know, he made it work. He, right. You know, I was sitting in the grandstands watching that go down. That was pretty miraculous how Davenport was able to close that gap so quickly. Oh, my God. Kirk, what do you have? Five, 10, 12 car links on him, uh, you know, and, and he's that far back and runs him down in five laps. He was like a straightaway you know, behind. Before yeah, he started chasing was, in one insane, lap, but, but he did. He, if you watch it, you go back and watch that. I mean, he got up on the lip and he let it rip, and uh, you know, all it would have taken was one little bobble to to touch the fence or something, and he probably wouldn't have won that. But he was just it, it, he ran those last what four or five laps. He just ran them perfect, and uh, right. he was able to run him down and pass him. But that was yeah. that was an amazing run for sure. Tyler Bruning almost got it down though. Home to, well, yeah, he's the Iowa boy, too. I I really was hoping he would get it because, you know, being from Iowa and stuff, and I was really hoping he would. But, uh, you know, the bad thing is, I guess, from what Tyler said, is you couldn't see his, his stick guy, you know, so you don't know what's going on, and he didn't really know. And uh, I, All I can say is if I had been in Tyler's shoes, I don't think – and, and on top of that, I, I, Tyler's – I think Tyler's tires were getting ready to go away, but I think I'd have ran those things until they just exploded. You know, knowing there's a handful of laps left, you don't know what's happening. You just go for the gusto, gusto, right. and gusto, and just hope for the best. You know, and if Tyler holds out, holds out. Right. You know, but he, you know, in the interview, Tyler said, I think he backed off a little bit because he, he felt his tires fading and stuff, and you know, kind of got there in the middle a little bit, right. which wasn't where the, the traction was at. And uh, he probably should have spent up on the rim and riding it up there and just going for the gusto, and he probably would have pulled that off. But hey, you know, hey, hey, Lloyd, besides 2020, Lloyd. We've got another yeah. caller that called in. We we're gonna have to let you go. Oh come on! <laughs> I can hang on, can I? Huh? You got you got a couple lines there, don't you? Yeah, we can let you hang on until well, after we, we can put you on. If you hold. ain't doing nothing. We can put you on hold. I ain't doing a damn thing. All right, <laughs> hang on a second. All right, let's go to the phone. Ken is on the line. Hey, Ken, how you doing? Hi, very good. How are you? Is this Scott? Yep, this is it. This is me. Well. Good morning, Scott. Thank you very much for allowing me to be on your uh, motorsports show. I oh, appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem, buddy. What do you, what do you got? Yeah, yeah. I am uh, the producer of uh, XSRA.TV, Extreme Speedway Racing Action. Oh, or yeah. Extreme Speedway Racing. And um, uh, I've been associated with the sport for about 15 years. In the, and um, uh, next year will be the 100th year of Speedway if, anybody uh um 
understands what speedway racing is, you can go to Wikipedia and and, and uh, search for uh, Motorcycle Speedway. It started um, in Australia in 1923. Right. And uh, I love I love way. speedway racing. I love it. Oh yeah, uh, you know it, it's it's a small sport now. It was a big sport uh, back in the 80s in America when Bruce Benall uh, won his two. Uh, World Cups and and raced in the Coliseum here in California. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, I am calling you from sunny Southern California, where it's a balmy sixty degrees here in uh, oh Orange man, County, California. So, what part of California <laughs> you live in? I live uh, I live in Buena Park. Oh, uh, I, it's the I home used to, of Knott's Berry Farm. I used to live in Redondo Beach. Oh, well, then you are familiar with this area then. I'm familiar with that area well. I used to go to Ascot Park back in the day. Back in the day, Ascot was where a lot of this mayhem started. Right. And um, uh, Costa Mesa Speedway is wha- uh, what I would term my home track. Um, I've been covering Speedway there since uh, 2008 after traveling around the world and then coming in. A, it was just a hobby, but... Uh, um, yeah, some of the legends are still racing, and uh, we've got a new group, uh, new crew of young racers coming up. Um, uh, under 21 event just happened uh, last November uh, 5th out at Bakersfield. Uh, promoter Steve Evans has a has put together a wonderful track out there in Bakersfield. Um, off of the five freeway, and everybody can see it when they're always passing by. Do, do, and do, do you know uh, Scott Delosio? Yes, I've heard of him. I don't know him personally, but I do know who he is. He's a big time um, Speedway uh, supporter. He loves Speedway yes, he racing, is. right? Speedway photographer, uh, historian in his own right. Yes, yeah, no doubt exactly. about it. So uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to meet him this next year. Uh, I did. I have gotten a chance to meet all of the world champions. Uh, as you know, if you did not know, Greg Hancock, four-time world champion of uh, World World Speedway uh, Motorcycle World Champion, was inducted into the AMA Motorcycle Hall of Fame this year. Oh wow! How about that? Hey, what do we What do we got to do, Ken, to get speedway racing back to the Midwest? Well, there, uh, I think more people just need to know how exciting it is. I'm doing my part with uh, the productions I do, which are on my YouTube channel, which you so nicely showed or mentioned the other day. If you yeah. go to the YouTube channel and show them. I just loaded up a race right now. But, um, I, you know, Speedway is, uh, is, has, is lacking in its riders because uh, there's no – real tracks to ride at, you know, in California where it's big, um, uh, the tracks have diminished. There's only four left, maybe five left. One in, uh, of course, Costa Mesa Speedway. Right. Uh, then you've got Industry Hills Speedway um, that came back after the 2020 COVID closures and Costa Mesa came back. Both of those tracks came back. Promoter Steve Evans has been, uh, was able to race out at uh, Paris Raceway, which we just uh, ran the North American final. Um, and uh, uh, Dave Joyner up in NorCal in Auburn, California, is running a track called Fast Fridays. Uh, there is a champion speedway in New York 
It's uh, run by Jason Bonsignor. Um, and uh, he worked uh, with for a little while with Sean Mad Dog McConnell down here at Pirate Speedway, IMS, Inland Motor Speedway. But uh, I think we need, you know, to to just come out and, and race some races uh, in the Midwest just to get people to, to understand how exciting and how uh, important it is to the motorcycle community. Right. We're, we're showing a, a little bit of your uh, video right now here on Racing Boys. So uh, well, if you want to subscribe to the channel, uh, tell everybody how people can uh, take a look at your video. Well, you can go to the you can go to my Facebook page, which is uh, Extreme Speedway Action, and you can go to the uh, XSRA TV um, website right there. And I have a dot TV um, pay per view channel, which uh, thank God for um, uh, technology that we're able to go worldwide with that it's on the, the speed sport dot tv platform and they're wonderful people chris grainer and all the crew out there i appreciate being able to work with them yeah. uh i this sport uh what you're seeing there right there is the ama um the ama national finals right there uh that was held up in auburn i did a stream up there with dave joiner and i appreciate it very much that was a uh, seen by about a hundred people live and yeah. uh, the replays are on their video on demand. Um, you see the race right there uh, is uh, that's Aaron Fox leading Gino Manzaris. And um, uh, it, you know, this, this sport um, is basically one of the original extreme motorsports in the world. Uh, as you know, Scott, uh, they had those flat track and um, uh, what board track races out in L.A. in Lincoln Park and um, and other places around uh, California in the 1910s, and then in the 1920s it uh, it really took uh, it really expanded into this uh, this motorcycle sport right here. Uh, speedway racing where there's no brakes there's one gear uh and um it's it's balls out racing uh, how, how, bikes are so light. how big are the motors on those bikes those are 500 cc motorcycles wow. and uh they're fast the junior program starts in a 150 or 85 uh cc or to 150 hmm. um and the uh then uh, they go to the youth uh, racers, which are the 250cc motorcycles, and then the 500cc motorcycles. Now, this sport is huge in Europe now. Yeah, um, no doubt. And uh, we've had, last year we had three racers over there. One would be Luke Becker, who rode in on teams in uh, uh, England, Great Britain, uh, and uh, Poland, and in Sweden. We had Brock Nickel over there. He was racing in uh, Great Britain for the Glasgow Tigers. I guess that would be Scotland. And uh, then we had Dylan Rummel, who was racing for the Oxford Cheetahs. And um, those guys have come back, and they're racing uh, some of the events here in the wintertime. And then they'll they'll sign with teams and go overseas and race uh, 
over there, and they're tr- trying to attain a, a world championship. Um, the, the, this particular race right here that you're watching is an AMA-sanctioned event. So uh, riders come out to do their best. Uh, you see the number 14 right there. That's Billy Gennaro. He is the 11-time AMA National Speedway champion now. Um, most winningest uh, motorcycle champion, uh, national champion in in America right now. Wow, I don't think anybody that? can beat him. He's got some great scores there. And the the guy in the blue right there, he he lost the title. He's got he's, he's got the number one. That's Max Rommel. Um, right. He was the national champion. He he was so happy to have that title, but then uh, Billy took it away and. It took it back for himself. <laughs> right, right. But uh, that that's a that's a track up in Auburn, California. It's really really nice track. Right. Dave Joyner runs that. Well, Ken, we really appreciate you checking in with us, and uh, we we we'll give you a little plug here the the uh, XSRA TV Speedway Racing News. Um, subscribe to it. It looks like it's a lot of fun to watch, and uh, we love that Speedway it, Racing, buddy. It, it is, and I thank you very much uh, for allowing me to to speak with you guys. Uh, thanks for the plug, and like I say, in uh, 2023, uh, we'll be celebrating the 100th year of speedway racing in the world, and i um, hoping that uh, we'll be able to get more viewers. I've got a lot of plans. I am the only one that's been doing um, the broadcasts as they are with the narration, so if you go to the YouTube page, you just look for Speedway, you'll see my logo and stuff. You'll get an understanding of the racing where a lot of people, in the past when I worked with Mark, the late Mark Williams, we just put um, put it up. And, and if you knew the sport, you knew what you were watching, you knew who was racing. Right. Um, but uh, I put a little narration in that, um, try to sound uh, as professional as possible. But like I tell uh, Howie Zechner, who's uh, one of the um, first uh, broadcasters of the sport, the more I know, the more I realize I don't know about the right. sport. Right. Well, that's just the way it is in motorsports, bud. It's just yes, it, it is. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And uh, I want to thank you very much. And, and maybe uh, if it's okay, I could give you an update throughout the year. Uh, yeah, no doubt. About what's happening. Call in any time, Ken. We appreciate you. Thank you very much, Scott. All right, buddy. Have a good day. Right. Have, have a Merry Christmas. And thank you, Kirk. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. Merry Christmas. All right. There you have it. Do we go back to Lloyd? We better, we better take a break, can't we not? We're going to take a break, and then we can oh. just wrap up with Lloyd, and then we'll take a break. How about that? We can do that. Oh, hold on. Uh, let me put Lloyd back on bre- on hold. Okay. We'll take a break. You're, you're watching Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back for the final daily show here on Mostly Motorsports. It's all been brought to you again by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. 
Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play away. Osage National Country Store. Three nine-hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first-class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. 
You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Mostly Motorsports. I want to remind everybody about the uh, 2023 70th anniversary Corvette that they're going to be giving away. It's got the Z07 performance package on it. Um, this is the closest thing to a real race car that you can drive legally on the street. Um, it, it's a fantastic car. It makes 760 horsepower. It's a 5.5 LT6 V8 engine. It goes from 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds. It's got an 8-speed automatic transmission. It's got the big brakes. got the big tires on it. It's a real race car on the street, folks. And all the proceeds... Whenever you buy a raffle ticket, every penny of those proceeds goes directly to the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, and it's a great way to help keep the museum open. That's the most important thing, is keeping the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum open, and this is a great way to do it. You can buy your raffle tickets at winaz06corvette.com. That's winaz06corvette.com. Uh, this is a great opportunity to win such a great car. You can buy, you can take the cash buyout if you want. It's $75,000, but why would you do that? Take the car. The car is worth $100,000. They're going to give you $25,000 to help you pay for the taxes. So why would you do it? Why would you take the $75,000 in cash, Kurt? If you owed some money, maybe right away today, like if you had to pay the bill. If you were in debt, maybe, and needed some and cash. Like, today's cash, how, cash. I, how I get out of it with just this car. But and, you could sell that car for hundred grand. Well, here's what you do. You sell it back to the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, and they can re-auction this, maybe. How about that? How about that? That's not <laughs> a bad idea, right? No, well, and I, we see that a lot at Barrett-Jackson auctions, you sure right? Do. That's why I got that. A list. lot of people buy those cars and then they donate them back. That's right. Yeah. So that way they're in they're they're in good hands. I'll take the car. Thank you. Me too. Yeah, Couldn't no do doubt. anything with it today in Kansas City. Right. You park that bad boy inside in the winter. But. And, and again, if you don't know, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week. Only on the major holidays is it not open. Christmas Day. New Year's Eve. New Year's, New Year's Day, I think, is closed. New I'm Year's sure. Day, yeah. Christmas Day, we know. Thanksgiving. Closed. Yeah. Days like that. So. Anyway, so uh, go to winaz06corvette.com, buy your raffle ticket, and uh, have a chance of winning this great Corvette. It is such a beautiful car, as you can see it on the screen right now. Todd always puts up the, the graphic there. Does a great job doing that as well. So... Anyway, winaz06corvette.com. We can't thank Bob Baker enough for being a part of the, the show this year, and uh, we hope that they'll stay on board with us next year as well. So let's go to the phones. Frog is on the phone. Frog, what are you doing, bud? Well, Merry Christmas, first of all. Uh, Merry Christmas just, to you, my friend. Just enjoying your show. Yeah. So um, what uh, – what do you think about us going to one day a week? You know, I'm going to get DTs over it, but <laughs> you know, it was, it was something I just turned on like Marie uh, and enjoyed ever, ever. I basically barely missed a show. I don't. But, I, you, you've been you've been around just about every show. It yeah. seems like, yeah, no doubt. You know, I'm going to miss that. 
So I'm going to have to find something else podcast to listen to, but I'm, you're going to have to ding me so I'll know when it comes on Monday. Well, all you need to do is subscribe to our channel, right? Isn't that right, Todd? Yeah, whatever whatever your uh, – make sure my mic – whatever podcast platform you use, just go there, and you'll see that little logo, mostly Motorsports logo right there, and there'll be a little – You be- can get a notification That's if you, right. if, if you, you the- join the Racing Boys page, right? If That's you right. click on there, and when we come on the air, It'll tell Frog, you. it will tell you that we're on the air. So on our – and I think I'm. I think I'm on that. I'm technologically challenged. That's all right, we'll get you through uh, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you to coach me through it if I don't. That's right. Uh, you're not getting any younger, Frog. None of us are. I wish you had to mention that. <laughs> right. How old are you now, Frog? I'll be 71 in March. 71 years old. But Ma- you know, I went and did the stress test the other day. And had absolutely a perfect outcome on my heart. So right, perfect. I'm good. I'm good. If if I'm I getting... if I did a stress test right now, I'd probably explode. I don't know if you know it, but I've been doing this Tapeza treatment, and it drives up your blood pressure. And uh, my blood pressure has been through the roof here as of late, hadn't it, Kurt? For the last several weeks. Well, at least you got in and got yourself checked out. That's good. Right. You're that's sick. important. I, I'm glad I you did a, that. Right. That's you need to do that, Scott. That's that's important. Uh, I had a real good doctor that figured out my cholesterol was sky high because I have a thing called the LP little A, and I right. always refer to Larry Phillips, but uh, it builds my cholesterol and it it literally will kill you. Just boom. Right. And right. So I'm lucky that my heart looks good, so I think I'm okay. What uh, what was the best race you saw all season there, Frog? You know, to be honest with you, I think maybe Lake Hans uh, went in the 360 on the last lap. At Lakeside Speedway. At Lakeside Speedway. That was a, that that was was a, a hell of a race, man. Hell of a race. Yeah, it was. The kid had his, had his highway gear in. Right, he was. He went like when he gets on top, he goes like hell. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, so I would say that's probably the best. And you know, uh, this year, uh, next year, he's going to be running an outlaw schedule. He's just going to go out and run a bunch of four ten races, some three sixty races, some extreme races, and he's just going to have a, a, a outlaw season next year. In the meantime, he's going to try to make a name for himself, and he's. Uh, home track i think Expo, he's going to be Expo a hell raceway here in the next couple I, of weeks I, i'll just say this i think blake Hahn. i'll say it right now i think blake Hahn is going to be a better 410 racer than he is a 360 racer we already i, I wouldn't i wouldn't doubt that that, yeah. that horsepower gets you out of a lot of trouble and yeah no doubt and those 360 cars they're all they're all wanted oh i got a dog he he but, did he did very well in the four tens when he raced them this year. Yeah, he did. Only yeah, only I'm, A main he didn't make was at Knoxville, and he won the yeah. D main. Right, right. Well, and I wish I'd have got up to see that one. We're going to try to do some more Knoxville races and get up there. And I like the four tens. And that was that Blake had had some mechanical problems. He wasn't even able to qualify on his qualifying night. Right. 
and had to scratch out of that night and come back on hard knocks night. So uh, had he been able to qualify when he was supposed to, he might have been able to make the eight main. Who knows? Maurice says, uh, we are not old, Frog. Um, I am 72 in April. Well, I don't feel old. I mean, I I feel pretty good. I had a guy the other day, 65 years old, when I told him I was 70. I thought he was going to pass out. Right. But he he looked like the uh, old those guys down in Mississippi or wherever they are at. The, the, the guy's got the big beards and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, I feel good. You probably feel yeah. like you could get, jump in a race you know, car right now, right, Frog? Y- you know, my cholesterol level right now is 130. How about that, Frog? That's pretty damn good because it's supposed to be under 200. And my, yeah, that's, that's real good. It's 130 right now. Yeah. Don't well, you, Frog, don't you feel like you could jump in a race car today? Yeah. If I lost 15 pounds, I'd be good. <laughs> uh you know that that vintage racing, that's appealing. That's what you, what you ought to do, Frog. You ought to get one of those vintage cars. You know, Travis Siebert told me the other day that he'd sponsor me with one of those cars. I heard that. Yeah. You know what I wanted to do is go out east and buy one of those modifieds around where Marie is and bring it back and put a coupe body on it. <laughs> Do you know they race those cars down at Devil's Bowl Speedway? Did you know that? No. Uh-uh. Yes, sir. Uh-uh. Well, you know, you can buy one of those cars from anywhere from five to $10,000 and have a pretty dang, pretty darn nice race car. Would they let you run it with the old-timers, though? Well, I, I, it looks like to me they let them run everything but the kitchen sink. I, I really true. haven't looked up the rules yet, but... I think you uh, have to have a stock stub on the front of your car. Oh, you do? I think okay. so. Yeah. And they ran well, those cars at I-70 Motorsports Park one time last year. Maybe they bring them back. You they, could, they run them out there almost every time could, they have a special. Right. You could race out at I-70 again. Mm-hmm. Well, they did, a, they did a good show out there with the sprint cars. You know, was it the All-Stars that they raced with? Uh, they ran with they ran out there just about every time they had a special out Did there. Did they run with the ASCS out there? They ran with the ASCS so. as well. Yeah, one of the two. I, and it was a good show. It was. Yeah, good race. Yeah, they put on a good show. Yeah. and I think they've got a title sponsor now. It's the way it sounds. Yeah, if you can outrun. What are you doing, Scott? You told me you were going to announce a, a new sponsor this year. Um, we haven't, we haven't got them signed up yet, but, uh, I think, I think we, we might have a deal worked out with them. Well, good. Yeah. Well, good. So you're going to run two hours two, on Mondays? Two hours on Mondays and we're going to run it at noon, just like we have been. I think, I think in the afternoon is a better time to run the show. Well, you're going to have to start like a NASCAR a little bit better. Uh, I know Kirk likes NASCAR. Uh, listen, I, I'm probably going to get a hard card this year. I'll talk about anything for all. I, I, I'll probably get a hard card this year and go to more cup races this year than I've probably ever been. Well, you know, the, the big problem, of course, you're media, so you can get in and out. But just a, a bystander like me, 
they've made it so tough to come in and out of those racetracks yeah. that it's not as much fun as it used to be. Yeah, no doubt. You know, yeah. I used to walk in them and not even have a a pit pass. Right. But but that's all changed. Yeah, they made it tough to do that now. Frog, we appre- we appreciate you being such a loyal listener all year long. Buddy. Merry Christmas to you, Frog. Well, Happy New Year, guys. Uh, have a nice rest, and we'll look forward to hearing you back, what, the 9th or the 10th? The 9th. Uh, we're, the ninth. Track Talk will be back on the 7th, and then mostly motorsports will be back on on yep. uh, Monday the 9th. Well, I may see you down at the Chili Bowl. I haven't decided yet. Depends what the weather's like. Yeah. All right. I don't want to leave my wife with ice storm or something coming in. Yeah. Well, hopefully we don't have to deal with that. All right. Yeah. See you in well, Tulsa. Have safe travels, guys. All right. Merry you Christmas, too. Frog. Bye. Happy holidays. All right, buddy. There you have it. Phone lines are open. Uh, 816-833-8553. 816-833-8553. Do we lose no, uh, Lloyd? Lloyd's still there. Bring him back so we can Let's see what Lloyd's Phone got. Lines. Lloyd, what are you doing now? Well, I'm sitting there listening to you guys. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty interesting. I like that uh, that flat track uh, that TV that guys got there. Ken, uh, that flat track's always kind of fascinated me. It's pretty pretty wild. Yeah, no doubt, no brakes. Those guys are crazy, aren't they, Lloyd? Absolutely that race those crazy. motorcycles. Absolutely. I mean, you know what? It, back in the day, Scott, you probably did the same thing. Didn't you do that kind of stuff on your bicycle, kind of get it all sideways and stuff, you know, and lay over like that? I mean, it just crazy. Just, just yeah. so you know, Lloyd, when I was a kid, they they didn't have motocross bicycles available. You had to go buy a kit and put it on your motorcycle, on your bicycle. It had a, right. a, a motorcycle handlebars on it. It had a number plate. had a little seat. Sure. And you put it all on your bicycle, and you had a motocross bike. I remember that. Absolutely, yeah. 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 That's crazy stuff. Had the knobby tires on them? Knobby tires. Yep. I had. I remember going, buying, I got a uh, Takara, which is a BMX-type bike. Yeah. And my brother got a Rampar. And those things, This we were little kids, and those things were 100 bucks a piece. I remember my dad kind of. Have you seen the new Schwinn bicycle with with the little front tire on it with the Springer front end? They sell those for $650 now. It's crazy. Wow. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Hey, uh, Lloyd, I wanted to ask you about uh, your thoughts uh, of the Gateway Dirt Nationals and what an emotional victory Lane Tyler Erb announcing that his father had suddenly died a few days before that. Uh, just how big was that, that Tyler Erb was able to win that race just a few Turbo. days after the passing of his, of his father? Oh, it was all, that was huge. I, I just, I can't imagine, I, I just can't comprehend the feeling that was going through Turbo, and to keep things silent, like he did until he wins and hugs his mom, you know, and when he hugged his mom, he, he thought right then he thought, wow, there's something I mean, going on. Yeah. What is going on? on? Yeah. Right. And, but for him to make, to come out and say the passing of his dad, that was, uh, and to keep his composure was absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I don't know how 
he, I, I don't know, I guess, you know, it's, it's a job, you know, of course, but to keep your concentration in a bull ring, giddy up type style racing that, that track was, to keep your composure and win that after losing your father was absolutely amazing. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Eric just chimed in. He said, thank you so much for your tremendous show. Congratulations on your long run of daily shows. So excited for the Monday show. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, Racing Boys. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate you so much, buddy. Yep. Thank you. Happy holidays to everybody. Well, I really bummed out. I bummed out when Mother Nature threw a a kink here in it, you know, because I really wanted to get up there and sit in the studio with you guys. We can still do that, Lloyd. Oh, Lloyd, we got plenty of time to do that. Yeah, we can, absolutely. But, you know, yeah. I, Kirk and I had talked about it a few days prior, you know, and I said, absolutely, let's do this. Let's get up well, there. Well, I didn't want to ask times. you to drive up here in this bad weather. No, I wasn't planning on that. I wouldn't have done that, Kirk. <laughs> right. Trust me. My, my truck don't leave the shop when it's weather like this. It stays in the garage, so. Right. But, yeah, it, uh, yeah, I'm just. I planned on, like, really was planning on coming up there and reminiscing over some old times, you know, and everything. And, right. Uh and all, but it's all good, you know. I mean, Chris Yant says, still Merry, here. we're still kicking. Chris Yant says, Merry Christmas to everyone. Great year for the show. You all are outstanding. Uh, Mark says, Merry Christmas, boys. We want to say thanks again for everybody. All the kind words, man. It's uh, it's been a long year. So, what was the highlight of late model racing in 2023 for you? What was the big win for you? What was the big moment? Kirk, we just talked about it. The Tyler Herb. That's it. Tyler Herb okay. winning, winning the Dome after losing his father. How how can you top that? I mean, yes, there were some fantastic races that went on this past season, but how do you top losing your father, keeping your composure, focusing on your job, and going out there doing it and getting the job done and winning that race at the Dome? How can you top that? All right. That's that's that it. Just, I think uh, you're right uh, about that. Um, Except for Davenport winning Davenport a million dollars. Davenport winning two million dollars is that's well, what I would say. Yeah, I mean that to me that's secondary. Losing your father though and still going out and doing your job. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, I agree with you, Lloyd. That's, that's hard to top yeah, that. That's the tops. Yeah, you cannot top that. I mean, uh, I, I just I, I can't imagine what was going through his mind, what he was thinking, what you know. How he was controlling his, his emotions and stuff. That's just uh, incredible to do that. And and if that, if that yellow flag doesn't close. come out, Lloyd, if that yellow flag doesn't come out, I don't think he pulls that off. <laughs> You're probably right, Kirk. You probably don't. But, you know, it's it's just a blessing. It was a blessing in disguise for him. And it That's fate. And yeah. That is fate that made that happen. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Marie, yeah, absolutely. Marie, Merry Christmas to you. You are just one of my favorite people that listen to this show. Chuck, he says, uh, Chuck Taylor, he says, um, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Same to you, Chuck. Uh, you're a great supporter. And uh, Tammy chimed in and she said, Merry Christmas, everyone. Enjoy your time off, Scott, Kirk, and Todd. See you on January 9th. We can't wait Actually, for that. Actually, January 7th, we'll be here for uh, Track Talk Saturday show. Right. Lloyd, we're going to let you go, buddy. We'll appreciate you. We'll All have right, you come brother. up here one day, okay? 
Absolutely. We'll get up there and uh, we'll sit around and shoot the BS and stuff like that, talk about some old times and all, but, uh, you know, because uh, we go way back, you know that. And, uh, yeah. My God, I I was sitting there thinking, you know, Kirk and I were talking here a while back, and what was it, early 2000s, Kirk, or something like that, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know how early it was. Early 2000s when I stepped in with you guys. 2003, and, uh, somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, and it's been a been a pretty good you ride with all us every years week. and stuff. And, uh, you know, to have ups and downs and getting some little scuffles here and there. You know, cause, you know <laughs> Scott, you and I don't see eye to eye on everything. But, you know, we still work it out because we're like brothers. That's right, brother. Merry uh, Christmas to yeah. you, Lloyd. Uh, Merry Christmas, yeah, Merry brother. Christmas to, uh, Merry Christmas to you guys. Uh, and I hope you have a blessed New Year. Have, uh, Merry Christmas to all your fan base out there and everything. I hope everybody has a blessed New Year. And and uh, we'll just get through this winter and start all over next year. All right. We'll see you on the 9th. All right, buddy? All right, brother. All right. Sounds good. All right. There you have it. Lloyd Collins joining us. Yeah, he was with us every week on Track Talk there for for a little bit, three or four years there back. Uh, God, that's till a long he want, time ago now. Till he wanted to start getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, who doesn't? We all want that. We barely get paid, Kurt. We all get paid. Barely. We don't make a lot of money doing what we do. No, but so we know. have fun doing it. No, no doubt about it. <laughs> Well, uh, Merry Christmas to you, Todd. I appreciate that. Merry Christmas. Have safe travels if you head back to Iowa. I, I know it's Are cold. you driving up this weekend, Kurt? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It should be all right. A little bit better little tomorrow. Bit yeah. What be are you better. doing this week? I got my daughter's coming in town tonight, and she'll spend the night. And then our whole plans all got changed because of the weather. We didn't want to force people out right. and, and bring in. So we're just doing quick. Uh, we're going to have a uh, Chiefs game tomorrow. Grandpa's house afterward, which Go is Chiefs. which is right next door to my house. So my mom's house, and my stepdad's house is right next door. So Grandpa's house isn't a far trip. So we just right. walk next door to Grandpa's house. We drive when it's cold, but I mean, right. it's, and then Sunday visit my in-laws, and then uh, we're gonna prepare for maybe the following week, which will be in the fifties here, to maybe all of us get together and have us a Christmas dinner since we're not going to do that. This. Yeah, the, yeah. the racing boys That's right. here. We'll, right. we'll have our own little Paul, get-together. Paul said, blessings from Hilton Gardens, Tulsa. You guys are awesome. And uh, Marie said, safe trip, Kirk. Uh, safe travels to everybody out That's there. That's right. Yeah, no doubt. So, should be should be good. I cannot wait to get to PA this summer. I can't wait. Six months from now. That's right at six months wait. from now. I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to look forward to that trip so much. I can't wait. We'll just have to see how it all works out. I'm looking forward to warmer weather, period. If this keeps up this bad winter weather, I'm thinking about heading down to Florida maybe in February. We'll see if if we can make that happen. I haven't been down there in a long time. Um, You're still thinking about it. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I, I, I'm not. I haven't made any decisions on that yet. I but. think I'm going to go west if I go anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to it. All right. Um, we are ready for you. That's what Tammy says. I can't wait to get out there. It's going to be a great trip. I, I'm just so looking forward to it so much. Meet all, all our uh, mostly motorsports friends when you're out there. Yeah, no doubt. We've, we've got a lot of friends in PA. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. All right, Todd. Um, we want to thank everybody for supporting mostly motorsports all year long. 
we have such loyal following of people that just continue to tune in every day. And I can't tell you how much it meant to me personally to do this show every day. We've done 244 episodes and um, we've got such a great, great following of people that follow what we do here each and every day. And you know who you are, and we can't thank you guys enough for being great supporters of this show. Again, we're going to be back on the 9th. Mostly Motorsports will return, and we'll be track talk on the 7th, right? We're coming back on the 7th? Yeah, we'll do a show because, uh, you know, a lot going on. I have to wrap up the Tulsa shootout, and, you know, it's leading into the uh, Chili Bowl, so we better do a live show on the 7th of January. Yeah. We'll be here 8 o'clock. On Sports Radio 810 WHB and Racing Boys, Facebook, YouTube. Kirk, it's almost been 23 years we've been on there together. Been fun. Isn't that crazy? Merry Christmas to you, Er, Scott. Yeah, you too, my brother. Um, Again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the show. Um, I, I just can't say how much I appreciate everybody out there. You know, it was a lot of work, and... It, it, it took a lot of effort to do this show every day, six days a week. And it's just, um, we can't thank the people that listen to the show enough. So, yeah, I, Like I said, I want to throw a quick shout out to Austin. He did a hell of a job this year. This is, a, this is not an easy gig back here behind this desk. Right, and juggling, no and he did a heck of a job, stepped in. Never done this before, so he 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 was here every day. Fought like a champion in here, and man, good luck to your 2023 racing season out there, Austin. Good luck on everything you got going on. You're out getting there. ready to get your 12th year in, aren't you? That's right. When and, when'd you start, Todd? In the fall, so it'll be. This was this was just we just hit 11, so 12 will be next year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we appreciate Austin as well, and yeah. uh, and all the to all this effort, everybody that helped us this year. Yep. We had more than just us. We had a lot of help with everybody. Well, so. let me just say this: uh, I I so appreciate Kirk Elliott lining up a lot of those guests this summer for us, Kirk. Well, you, we, you did a great yeah, job. We were good. You you were really the producer of this show. Oh, well, you know, but just helping out. Yeah. Well, we I can't I can't wait to uh, start the the Monday show. It's going to be fun. It's going to be two hours long, too, right? Well, whenever, however long you want to take it. Well, well we just might just roll. It doesn't have to be a set time. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Again, um, for all of our loyal listeners out there, I want to say thank you so much. I appreciate you so much, man. You cannot believe how much I appreciate you. So, for Todd Surprise, for my partner, Kirk Elliott, I'm Scott Trailer saying thanks for joining us. We'll see you on January 9th. Mostly Motorsports starts at 12 noon Central Time. It'll be a couple hours long. We hope that you'll join us. We'll see you then. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year, folks. We'll see you then.